Hey kids, this is Yoshi, and this episode of podcast is brought to you by Punk Apparel. Go to punk.co, that's punc.co, and enter promo code YOSHI, Y-O-S-H-I, in all caps, at the checkout for 15% off all items. Punk Apparel accepts all major currencies and offer free worldwide shipping. And the last thing I need to mention to you guys is that um, I've been doing this medical lab job literally as guinea pig, and I haven't got paid from one of the facility. And I'm really angry with them because every time they said they're going to call me back, they don't, and they have not paid me. It's been over 60 days, and they have a history of not paying people. So I really appreciate if you guys go to Yelp to complain. Uh, I also appreciate if you guys go to Business Consumer Alliance and complain about them. So the name of the facility is Stay Well Research, uh, which is located in 8... 18250 Roscoe Boulevard, room 240, Northridge, California. So the address is 18250 Roscoe Boulevard, room 240, Northridge, California. And their number is 866-407-0266. Call them, tell them to pay Yoshi, okay? I appreciate it if you could do that. Number is 866-407-0266. And the company name is Staywell Research. Um... I would appreciate you guys putting pressure on these guys because for five or six months, I literally went there and give them my shit, literally. And they haven't paid me back for my shit. So contact Business Consumer Alliance. And the owner of of the company's name, Jay Udani, J-A-Y space U-D-A-N-I. I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't know what his background. I know that a lot of the workers were speaking Russian, but give me my money and get the fuck out of Ukraine and give me my money, you scumbag, Jay. And that company code, the number that refers to company to complain, their code is 1000906956. So guys, complain to them, call them, uh, call them to complain about not paying me, 866-407-0266. All right, guys, thanks, and uh, see you guys soon. Bye. You're listening to Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi. All right, welcome to the new episode of Yoshi Den. I'm very excited because um, my long-lost friend is back. He's, um, you guys remember from the first five or seven episode. Welcome back, Brandon. Hola. <laughs> um, everybody know you as Brandon Iron, but Brandon, um, I'm, I'm really happy. I haven't seen you in six months. You just got back, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. Was away from the game. Uh, living a normal life for a bit and now now back in the crazy place uh, before we jump and talk about um what you've been up to i want to say talk about uh quickly tell everyone your website oh just the best simplest thing is brandoniron.com it's a portal site into all the perversions that i've sunk my and wasted my life into yeah and uh, you've been doing an outstanding job updating with the new uh, uh clips new girls and uh yep. this is exciting you bouncing know. back i went to budapest i asked bring me the best cocksuckers in this city and the agent <laughs> complied all it took was money <laughs> and yeah had some great times uh i'm editing up a storm and i'm trying to provide fans with uh just in an overcrowded saturated market something an alternative to to the corporate 
porn. This is just a man and a camera, and I appreciate any support. And Brandon, you, you're, I have to say, you're a great performer. You don't give yourself enough credit. But not only that, you're an interesting guy. Even your blog always, when I look at your blog, I know why you're my friend, because you were sprinkled with all the perverted stuff, with interesting stuff. You recommend the audience to read certain books or documentaries, places that you visit. You know one, one thing that you made me laugh? Um, you mentioned something about uh, making a reference to Joy Severa, our great friend and great pornographer. Um, you said something about customer service animals. You want to explain what? It's that reference. It just made me laugh. It's a porn reference. It, it made me laugh. Oh, just Joey used to have that series, Service Animals, and yeah. I got to work actually with Belladonna back in the day. I think it was me and Billy Glide tag team Belladonna. Anyway, I have great respect for Joey and his work, and I always loved it. And uh, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not sure about the customer service animal. I forget the reference. Who who has talking about Anyway. Maybe matter. you have to get a job as a customer service or something. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the next <laughs> step down. You go from working in in service animals to becoming a customer service <laughs> animal, which is the... The, the slippery slope down. It's always fun on the way up in porn when yeah. you're having fun, but it's trying to maintain that level of happiness or keep that dopamine flowing because otherwise reality fucking bites as the 1995 Ben Stiller movie or whatever that is. Whatever the movie that is. Reality does bite. So keep the fantasy going as long as you can. And I, I, uh, I really want to talk in, uh, in a few moments, talk about what, what you did last six months, but I sometimes marvel sometimes with you because some of the girls that you worked, like I didn't know uh, Mirage slash Brianna Banks, you were the first person working with her. First scene ever. She walked up. Beautiful. This, one of the best girl looking girl ever in the business. You know, if you've seen Bambi, you know, like a doe on these long spindly legs. Mm -hmm. That was Mirage. That was her first stage name. And she's walking up this driveway, towing a suitcase full of hooker clothes. And I just remember click, click, click when her heels up this driveway. And I, I got to work with her for Dane Productions back in the day. And uh, yeah, yeah, she went on to become a vivid girl and was, you know, a huge name. And I think she had a relationship with Bobby Vitale and stuff. Yeah. And I, I I didn't keep it up in touch, but that was a tornado that she just spiraled upwards, you know, and she and to know a girl when she's first like day one, you know, wet behind yeah. the ears and just, you know, everything's new and exciting that 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 doesn't get old ever. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine. And I'm and because um, I, I remember um, she had this really weird case. She went all the way to state of California Supreme Court to get custody of her sister she won but she needed the money so that's why she got into that uh, new modeling and porn to raise money right. and yeah she was okay. like really interesting and she's she was born in Germany very smart girl um, she seemed very sweet I haven't seen him in probably in like eight nine years but at the few times I saw her she seemed like a very sweet but boy talk about really attractive yeah girl. i mean she was just one of the best looking girl ever in the business she's in very sweet yeah no doubt and and there are there are new mirages there are new brianna banks every day and it's that panhandler's dream of sifting through all this you know rocks and rock, you know, you know everything and then you find that one nugget and yeah. you just feel like uh like a prospector a porno prospector so you you um um you work in like a th two or three major centers of adult business. Obviously, um, uh, San Fernando Valley, 
in in Budapest, right? Like, a, w- yeah. w- what is it? Budapest is like relative to San Francisco, like fifty percent of it, eighty percent of it, of the size of the girls, you know. Uh, oh, I I don't know all the stats. I just know that if it if it's you have a good working relationship with an agency, just mm-hmm. stick with that because I got to meet some of the top Hungarian models, and then you meet the Russian models, and then the Romanians, and then there's Czechs, and that is just a a vortex of sex. And it's gonna suck you in, and I I could be perfectly happy living there if I never, as long as I didn't have to learn Hungarian. God, that sounds difficult. Yeah, and all that. But in terms of just beautiful Eastern European women, that is uh, ground zero. Yeah. Yeah, because Russia, it's illegal to film porn now. Right. And I guess Prague was never really a center, was it? Well, I guess it still is. I just just think there's it's there's more talent in Budapest. It just seems like it's it's bigger. It's like it's like Los Angeles and Las Vegas. There's whores in both cities, but at least well now maybe the balance has shifted. But you know, in my in my experience, L.A. was always the hub for yeah for U.S. porn. You know, yeah, it's a similar reason why film uh, Hollywood films are made here because all the talents are here. So you might want to if you want to leave L.A. to film things, yeah. you might find cheap labor, but you're not going to find the quality and the way it's uh, organized here. There's no nothing like that right. anywhere in the world. So it's very similar to the adult business. You might find sprinkle of good talents all over the place, but in the North America. L.A. really got it down to a science, right? Really, compared to... Sure, uh, and, and I guess Miami is a strong contender, too. I don't know, I haven't... You know, I'm, I've, I just follow a lot of the top companies and all, and you look at your reality kids yeah. and your bang bros and what they're doing down in Miami and all. It, it, it is incredible. Yeah. Just, yeah, never-ending. Um, so I... I'm really am happy you're back. I, I was very sad when you left, and and, and you were you, you know you had a family obligation, you, you know, and you had uh, uh, you 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 have a responsibilities. But I was very sad that you left Southern California. Me too. It's so weird to live a normal life where you're surrounded by people that aren't in the business. You know, your mm-hmm. brain isn't polluted with the ideas. You're not talking about the latest girls, which. Uh, Again, you know, it's just a different mental track to be on, and then then you live normal. But I, I think it's good to give your addiction a rest or whatever, just to put it on a back burner. Yeah. And then when you when it's fresh again and exciting, you appreciate it more because yes. if you have to go without, you know, ask any guy in the desert, would you like some water? And yeah, I w- went to the desert, and it's good to be back. But it's a, it's a weird, really weird, isn't it? Because it's yes, you call it addiction, but it's also your livelihood, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know, some people are like degenerate gambler, but if it, if they're good at it, it's, it's is it really that bad? Um, you know, some people shouldn't be going around punching people, but if you're good at it, you're a mixed martial art, being successful, beating the shit out of people. So just ask, uh, what's this Christy Max boyfriend there? Oh God, what's his? Oh, I'm terrible. War, war, war machine. Yeah. Oh, poor war machine. Then, then it comes out that he tr- may possibly tried to commit suicide or something. Oh, what a messed up life! I just—it's terrible what he did to that girl's face. I mean, right. holy Christ! You know, if you don't know all the facts too, I'm sure both sides have input on that. But yeah, it's not gonna go well for him. You, you, yeah, that's safe to say. But anyway, uh, sorry for for him. He had a MMA career and then he dabbled in porn, and now you know that's a. Uh, He's going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> Long wow. time. Right. A lot of time to think uh, think about that. But 
you know, again, there, there's always an interesting cast of characters, whether you're you're here in Europe or anything, but just never gets old. I, I, I love being back. I've met a few great girls this week. My my newest friend I met was Alina West. She's on Twitter. She's going to be a, a, a bright, shining star in the business. I'm follow sure. her. Yeah, yeah. Follow Alina West. So we were drinking um, Samuel Adams, and you got here maybe 40 minutes ago. We talked a little bit. So um, it's been over a year, almost two years since you've done the f- first time you were doing this uh, podcast. So let's talk about last six months. So I say goodbye to you, and you went where first? Oh, I, I, I went over to uh, Ireland. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, Dublin? Know, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. du- spent some time in Dublin, and then I went to see a friend in Prague, and and then took a bus to Budapest and then back to Ireland, back to here. But yeah, it's just, I miss the sun. I miss, uh, I miss it. You know, everything about trying to keep the business afloat and that's, I'll do my part. You know, I'll, I'll, I haven't, I haven't been to Dublin, but what, what, what's it like living there? The, you know, however long you lived there in Dublin. Oh, I, I've spent months and months. There. It's, it's a beautiful city. Lots of great pubs, Great restaurants, you know, real party atmosphere. I'd probably recommend it during the summer if you're going to visit, versus uh, the the winter, the cold winds and all. But uh, I actually got to know the whole country pretty pretty well. I took a, a bus tour for a week all around. So went up to Belfast and the Giants Causeway, over to Derry, down to Galway. Uh, just a, it's a beautiful country. What was Belfast? Because you know they have the history of Northern Ireland, um. right? And the an interesting thing is they take a it's called the Black Taxi Tour. So they have drivers that give narrated tours about the troubles and all the the partisan conflict they had between Catholics and Protestants. They some actually, some of some of our listeners might be young, so maybe they don't know. It's very peaceful now, right? But when you go back, let's say twenty five years ago. The Protestant Catholic were literally just butchering each other. Oh, correct? B- fire bombs, uh, shootings, assassinations, uh, bombings, and they erected a peace wall, which yeah. is just a giant separation between the communities. And then they paint. Uh, there's a, a an area called the Shankill region where they put up portraits on the yeah. sides of houses to their martyrs of, you know, this guy got killed by this assassin, and you know the the Ulster Defense Force and all this fucking religious bullshit that when you when you didn't grow up there you just say people chill out what the fuck but went on for decades and then it ended with some accord that basically allowed what, murders. Was it during Clinton or uh, uh, I think he helped broker the peace yeah. agreement and I forget if it was signed in Dayton or something. anyway the point is that that all these murders got to go free yeah. some were let out of jail some were never prosecuted and then they have both sides are politicians now so people who ordered assassinations out there representing the people up in uh, up in belfast but you know to bring it full circle it's a beautiful country really enjoyed uh visiting it belfast you didn't so you didn't sense any of that tension anymore no i i guess it's you know only there for for a day and a half you okay. know you keep moving on so just got a small taste of it but uh yeah you know, it's uh, firmly part of part of the United Kingdom. And you know, one of the stereotype Irish is that they're uh, there's fun, fun loving bunch, excellent telling stories. They're, I don't know what it is about drinking alcohol with the Irish, but they tell you really good story. What what did you see some of that? Uh, 
some of that in, in Dublin? I got a taste for the Guinness. I got to admit, I toured the Guinness storehouse. Highly recommend that as a tour anytime you go to Dublin. But more importantly, I kissed the Blarney Stone, which is at Blarney Castle. Wait, what's that? I think you told me I forgot. If you want the gift of the gab, which is the ability to talk to anyone and get your get your point across, across or flatter women and all, you have to go to this castle in uh, Blarney and you, you climb up to this tower and they tilt you upside down and you kiss this stone and they take a photo of you doing it. Anyway, apparently once you've kissed the stone, that the the Irish say you have the gift of the gab and you can you have a you're a silver yeah. tongued devil. Did you did you uh, did you have a chance to check um, anything with the uh, James Joyce? I know um, they have a, a um, Bloomsday, which is June 16, where that story takes place on 1904. And James Joyce is the, obviously literally giant of the whole world, not just Ireland, but Dublin was like a focal point. Right. I visited his statue right down by the spire in the center oh, of right? Dublin. But two times I tried to take this literary tour where they would go to these yeah, spots, yeah. like uh, spots from the Dubliners and all this stuff. Anyway, not enough people showed up. They have to have eight <laughs> people. One time I was the third person to show up. They canceled. The other time I was the only person to show up. So, yeah, literary tours are, are lacking in Dublin. Not enough oh, interesting. interest. He, I mean, he really is a giant among all the novelists of the world you know ulysses is like considered as like 20th century masterpiece i read it i have no idea what i read i mean i, I, I used a bunch of cheat sheet to figure out but it was just really difficult to follow but yeah all, all the smart people were talking about it well they know? say you know he did that stream of consciousness writing sure. so he you know he wrote a portrait of the artist as a young man and it, dublin it, was first the portrait of the yeah. young man then you're supposed to do ulysses yeah yeah but, um, yeah, I don't know. All these pornographers, everyone's an artist. And some of us are young men. Some of us are middle-aged men. But I identify with weirdness. And, you yeah. know, like nobody can understand some of what Joyce wrote. Because it's just written, again, stream of consciousness. Just no, no punctuation. Yeah, yeah made-up words. If he's talking about a baby, he'll speak like a baby would, would speak. Just, just yeah. nonsensical and all. But... Anyway, yeah, I think everyone that he, he was an artist in the literary sense and hopefully in in pornography you can express yourself sexually and then have some, that resonate with fans too. So just as people like reading books, hopefully 100 years from now there'll be a statue of my <laughs> dong somewhere, probably I'll have to make it, but in a Budapest. <laughs> people come and say this man got sucked off by more women than anyone else. So obviously there's not porn work in Ireland. I'm assuming there's not, right? No, I no. don't think that works. Yeah, I couldn't. Even, there is some sort of strip club, but it's very puritanical. I didn't even go in. I just looked up the online reviews. It said, "Ugh, pass it by." Yeah, it's just a different culture. It's certainly not. Uh, but did you get recognized in uh, Dublin? I did. I was at. Well, uh, what's that like? Can you tell I was me? shopping for groceries and. Yeah. Uh, uh, 19 year old 20 year old guy comes up excuse me are you the guy from the videos and all anyway then he had a bunch of his friends and we took some photos and yeah. i'm still i still keep in touch with some of these guys over there well what, what were they i don't know starstruck or cockstruck what, what what was their reaction yeah, they're just amazed like what are you doing here <laughs> why what's wrong with dublin no it's just like a sort of a weird place to 
uh, make an appearance. But, yeah. You know. So 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 they were thrilled to see, meet you. Yeah, I was I like meeting them too. Another time, I was walking down by the Parnell uh, Street Cinemas or something, and this guy just comes up. Hey, are you Brandon Iron? And yeah, so you know, it's, it's never like, a woman, is it? No, always <laughs> the dudes. Yeah, always. I I I would really like to hear from any woman because even when on somebody on Facebook, if they post one photo and it looks like it's a woman, and I always assume it's a man who's, who's pretending to be a woman. Yeah, pretending to be a woman to get dick pics. That's all I think about. But whatever. Yeah. Um. So I, oh, sorry. In, in my mind's eye, I wish it was true that there are female perverts that jack off to porn and like seek out like oh god i got you know just like i i'm a fan of uh say danny daniels so i reached out to her on on twitter and i was trying to hire her and and you know i'm i'm small potatoes so she politely declined i'm still a fan of hers but i wish that there were female performers that tr- trolled around oh god i'd like to suck brandon iron how do i get in touch with that guy it doesn't happen it's crazy because um um, t- three months ago, I was hanging out with Steve Holmes. He even did one of my video podcasts, new one, and um, I don't know what we're gonna call it—adult swim, uh, adult, adult soup, or porn soup, or something. Yeah. But we had him like two episodes, and he was great. And Steve Holmes, you know, he misses you. He was saying nice things about you, and we were talking. And but you know, like you're already getting paid to have sex with women, but he showed me two pictures of girls. Like they just Facebooked them and said they want to have sex with them, right? Yeah. One of them was 17. He said, you know, this is unethical. You know, when you turn 18, you have a proper ID and passport. Maybe, let's talk. But there was another girl, Asian girl. She was like like mid to late 20s. And I saw her. Yeah. So he's he's already getting girls contacting him for sex via yeah. Facebook, you know. And um, The rich do get richer. richer. <laughs> if there's any man that doesn't need any more sex, it's Steve, Steve Holmes. Holmes. And he's not a cocky guy. He was just like, yeah, you know, this. they're very nice. So I took them to dinner and, you know, this and that. But, yeah, yeah this it was, it was really uh, fun listening to him talk about how busy he is, you know. We were all we are all walking in his footsteps. But funny story, because, you know, he posts on his uh, Facebook page when whenever he, you know, meets a nice young lady and all. Anyway, he a few months ago, he posted with a girl named Coco Del Mal, not Del Mar. Del Mal. So uh, I go to Budapest, and guess who who I got to work with? Coco. <laughs> she showed up, and she sucked me off. She sw- It was such a joy to meet her. And then, so that's my link to Steve Holmes, but I'm just <laughs> behind the times a bit. So better late than never. No, you 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 do a great work, uh, Brandon. So you 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 left Dublin. Then you did a little bit of travel around Europe until then. Eventually, went to Budapest. Is that? What? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a. I was allowed ninety days in in Ireland as a tourist, so uh, maxed out that time. Then I visited a friend in Prague for a week, and uh, what was Prague like? Oh, I haven't been nice. there in eleven years. Well, it's been four for me, and I, I was just trying to get some contacts going again. It just it just things weren't working out, and I don't like spinning my wheels because as a forty six year old man the it starts to creep up on you that yeah. you know get go pee or get off the pot so i got off the pot i got on a bus took the 7 hour ride to budapest i feel much more comfortable there i know how things work it just it was like clockwork so you know 
36 hours after I pulled in, I was I dick in somebody's mouth and, you know, liquid love explosion. That's a wrap. So, um, Budapest, what, was it different? Because I think the last time I, I visit you was two years ago there, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's I was there for only like literally, it was a really weird time for me. You know, it was um, Patrice O'Neill. I mean, I had a big fight with him, but I consider him as a friend. He he just died like that week. Yeah. And then the comedian in uh, Stockholm that week killed himself. So it was really weird. I was going to leave earlier to Ukraine and come to visit you, but like I ended up just coming for two days. Right. And remember when we were in, when I was visiting you, we were walking a couple blocks away to some like pizza place or bar or something to, to hang out, and like one or two prostitutes kind of like a solicit their business. Like you didn't even know that there was prostitute around your neighborhood. Remember that? Right, one? right. It's actually I, what I understood uh, was that street prostitution is legal. Legal, yeah. Yeah, in certain areas there. So yeah, it's not. It wasn't a big deal. I was surprised how good looking she was. I mean, I, you know, compared to prostitutes you find in the streets of, um, you know, I don't know, Southern California, or whatnot. They don't quality right. is still kind of better over there. That's the thing, though. You know, it's just like you you have an all day buffet, and the last thing you want at night is to go and eat some more. So, yeah, that was a crazy trip back then. You know, it was just just uh, different whore at the door every day. And, uh, yeah, great times, great memories. So uh, was it what was is there was there anything different from uh, two years ago versus when you were there uh, a couple months ago? Just the faces change. OK. Just Prices the, is about the same, too. Yeah. Everything. I just I, I just find it's a very comfortable place to shoot. The women are just beautiful. They, they have a great work ethic. They enjoy they enjoy the fast, easy shoots. And I appreciate their work. So it's just like this meeting of the minds. Yeah. Feel very at home there. Um, so how many shoots did you do uh, this trip? Oh, this trip. It, w- it was a shorter trip. So uh, I did 16, 16 shoots and uh, yeah. Processing them now. Some of them are up on loadmymouth.com uh, now, and we'll we'll keep that ball rolling. Any memorable girls out of that sixteen? Oh, just uh, just just a lot of different faces that you you meet. Like I said about meeting Coco, mm-hmm. she I love meeting a girl, and you know maybe I'm several months behind when Steve Holmes worked with her, but she's evolved and all these girls evolved. Yeah. So even a few months, these girls are in the in the scene you know they they are like sharpened knives you know they get they work their game and then they become better posers better dancers better performers just they ooze sexuality yeah. so i just feel like i i got the got her at a, at a really good time so and yeah again that's just one day then the next day you know you forget who it was then but i worked with a girl named uh, Lucy who worked for MedArt. I'm a fan of a ton of work out there, but especially like for great photography, MedArt is one of What's the... What's that? Is that a porn sign? Yeah, but it's it's classy, artistic stuff. Very, very well-produced. Just the women are beautiful and all. Uh, so just the fact that I hired somebody who did something sort of nice in the erotic yeah on the erotic side and then there she is just slobbing the knob and swallowing cum and all it's just again it just feels like it welcome to my universe i forgot uh we're going to go back perhaps but didn't you tell me one of your um uh friend slash somebody that you work with 
was in Game of Thrones. Which yeah, it was this English star on the same trip. Her name's Samantha Bentley. How did you find her? Uh, through the same agency. Was it in Budapest or in? Yeah, she she was oh. English, but she was in visiting uh, Budapest, getting some international work experience. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a picture of her. She's got a smoking body. Yeah, she yeah. but just the best attitude ever, and she's one of these girls that uh, you know has multiple interests, and and she was. Uh, working on, she got on the TV show Game of Thrones, and she was welcomed back for, you know, some sort of bit role in the in this upcoming season. So yeah, yeah people are making stuff happen. Did she talk to you a lot about it, or you? But you don't watch the show, do you? Yeah, I got to admit, I'm not a fan, and I'm just I'm intrigued when somebody else is yeah. pursuing all these things or have mainstream aspirations. And more power to you because that woman deserves to make millions sucking cock. She was a snake charmer with my dick and just uh, relentless. It's it's the Vulcan mind meld, and she's too young to have watched Star Trek in the 70s. But when that woman just instinctively knows how to work her mouth like your hand, it, it's, it's yeah, Samantha Bentley. Uh, so c- give me a sequence. It's like, did somebody mention uh, her to you saying, hey, this girl's um, actually visiting Budapest. Would you be interested in working with her? It's just scheduling. It's who, you know, round hole, round peg. Uh, so you Thursday. just, you, so, so you, <laughs> you call the agent and say she's available tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just my, my whole instructions are uh, I got my test starting tomorrow, have a different lady, you know, at this address at, you know, 2 p.m. every, every day. day. Over and out. Thank you. Bye. And um, did they tell you? So, at least they tell you who's coming to that day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You just work out a schedule, but like you hear uh, polite surprises on my last day there. Yeah, I the uh, the agent sort of you get feedback from the girls too, so the agency knows I'm a soft touch. Girls run the show, do whatever you like. They sent me this girl. She had just taken her picture, like she hadn't done any work at all. So it's weird because I think she chose the name that's already taken, but uh, I met her as Megan Mays. She's like 19, a student over there. And so Hungarian, right? Yeah. yeah, but you know, slightly awkward. And this coming from an awkward person. So if I say somebody's awkward, I don't mean it as, you know, in a in a put down sense. I right. just mean I'm awkward and she looked totally awkward. But I love that because it's that that rawness and it's very real. And she hasn't been exposed to a hundred different sets and all. She was it was just um, And I hate that. Like they get a little porny. Yeah. Right. And like, you know, selling the same yeah. scene over and over again. No, this girl had no idea how to pose for the camera. You know, felt awkward throw, but I, I liked it. I like because it makes you sort of the man in charge. You got to teach and tutor and just you teach some train somebody how to suck your dick how you want it. And and she was more than accommodating. And yeah, I, I enjoyed meeting her. Yeah, yeah it's a good capper to the to the whole trip. Yeah. So uh, when Miss Bentley showed up, um, she was one of the few English, like English person. Oh, thank uh, God for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I speak no Hungarian. Very hard to. Although I, I do know. Did you know the word for donut in Hungarian is funky? <laughs> no, I know. Funka or funky, something like that. So is is it um, tough sometimes when you're dealing with somebody that doesn't speak English? Like, how do you, you know, because you don't want to do anything that she's not into, you know, you don't want to disrespect her, but like, how, how do you go around, like, 
Have you had problems? Uh, I try to to minimize that. I'm I'm old and jaded enough. The way I show the website. Yeah. Okay. So that first of all establishes. Also, when you bring a girl that doesn't speak English, you show something. Yeah, yeah. I show her the website. It establishes legitimacy, but it also just makes something like this is how it's the final product's presented. Yeah. And most go okay. You don't have to speak English to understand. Okay, this is how it generally looks. And yeah. This is, oh, okay. Da da da. And then from there. Now you give the power back to her. So you take this where you want to go. Yeah. And then it's always a pleasant surprise. It's like, you know, if you've ever been to Las Vegas at New York, New York, there's that that slow uh, roller coaster. coaster. Yeah. And you leave the casino and you start climbing out, climbing out. That's what I feel like whenever I start uh, you know, a new scene with a girl where we're just climbing, climbing. Where is it going to go? And oh, my God, more often than not somebody who's half my age is just built like a Ferrari and yeah. performs like one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, can I ask you, um, um, some of these girls that I took pictures, I mean, you know, I'm sure most of these you have them, you work way back, but can I ask some of the uh, favorite, <laughs> favorite girls that I had like yeah. this girl, do you remember her? I do if if I could remember the name. That's now. See, oh, I'm so embarrassed if I don't get the name right. Okay, now. let me um, let me uh, let's see. Okay, you don't remember her, but uh, name. But do you remember the scene? I do. Well, I do. What was she like? Because I I really like her. Is she Hungarian? No, no, no. She was uh, American. Um, but yeah, just just a uh, a girl that just came in. She's no longer in the business. I guarantee that. Uh, she lasted just a short time, and it's it's wasn't a career move for her. She was just dabbling or making quick money. I I don't really know what to say. I think it was a beautiful I, I, meeting, good encounter, and I like her face and then look at that body of hers. Yep. Now it's gonna haunt me because I I do I if I if I was given a multiple choice of her names mm -hmm. I would know it. But <laughs> I just oh. So so she showed up. Uh, she did the whole BJ fucking scene, and um, and she swallowed perfectly. So yeah, I'm constantly amazed that whatever issues I have surrounding the shame factor. Oh, this is dirty. I don't know what's evaporated or, or changed or evolved in 20 years, but these girls now it's no big deal. Blowjobs are handshakes, and swallowing is just a you know informal greeting. No worries. What about this girl? Do you remember her? That's a Hungarian girl named uh, Pamela, I believe. Okay. Um, what, 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 what was she like? Um, Did boy, not speak her, a word of English. But yeah. her tits are uh, uh, phenomenal. Geez. Yeah, phenomenal. Actually, even better, though, I just saw this girl. I, I just got a, a, it's a different girl. Uh, Two-word name. Nasta Nas Nastasia. Is how it goes. Anyway, it's like I thought it was nasty Zia. So <laughs> Pierre Woodman was kind enough to fly her from Paris to Budapest. He worked with She's her. She's French? Yes. Oh. And uh, he let me hire her, you know, which is nice of the guy because, you know, he flew her in for her productions. Anyway, uh, I, I have infinite respect for Pierre Woodman. He lets me hire one of these top girls that works for his site, too. And, and then I put my foot in my mouth by saying, uh, oh, hi, uh, is it uh, Nasty Zia? And she goes, uh, Nastasia, please. <laughs> I go, of course. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Well, I, I like Pierre Woodman, man. I, I, uh, he's an interesting guy. You know, um, Dave Attell, uh, like a great comedian and like a mentor of mine, basically, really the way he's been treating me in the last five, seven years. He wanted to make documentary on Pierre Woodman because Pierre really? is a really interesting guy. Like, I, I think I read some place Pierre got scared of whole Mike Tyson rape thing. So he wanted to have a, like a, a translator and a witness making sure the girl's okay with doing porn. Yeah. And I think Pierre used to be a cop or detective or something. He was. He was. So yeah. he's good at interviewing people, right? Yeah. And uh, I always loved his, what, what, what do you call those? Auditioning or uh, uh, wooden castings. castings? Yeah. Fucking loved it. Because sometimes yeah. a girl come in, you could kind of tell she, she realized this is porn. She doesn't want to do it. But he has a way with his word and ended up convincing the girl to do it. And he ended up fucking her on the camera. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. of it, some of it, no, I don't know if everything's uh, uh, real, but enough of it looks pretty legit to me. But yeah, uh, he's uh, pretty good. And so, what was she like? On, on <laughs> how do you say her name again? Uh, Nastasia. <laughs> Very pretty. Um, how about I do have a what about this girl? Do you remember her? Oh man, you're killing me. Oh no, that's Callie Carter. She's Cal American. Callie Carter is American from Northern California. Just missed her most recent trip. She's uh, with the agency ATMLA. And I met her when she first got in. And I pitched her on something a little weird. It was called a soft voice video. And I'll just reenact it. It's a comforting, soothing, reassuring voice from the woman. Nothing is wrong. There's no reason to be scared. And the re re I'm just uh, going weird like this because... I listened to an episode of This American Life on National Public Radio. <laughs> yes. Of and course you will bring NPR into this. No, it's the weirdest thing because this really resonated with me. It was talking about how on YouTube, it's like there's these semi-fetish things. And one of the most popular things, it's called soft voice video. So it's just these things. If somebody like, if, if, if you're a boss and you just want a secretary to talk to you yeah. politely and respectfully and, you know, hello, sir. Anyway, it's this weird subgenre of all these perversions that that the deeper you delve into it all. Anyway, I, I wrote up this little thing and I asked Callie Carter to do sort of that for me where she yeah. could just talk to the camera and a reissue. Anyway, that's what she did. And she knocked it out of the park. So I, I should... Never underestimate the where these girls can take things. So me, that that was just a mild little, little experiment. But if you go on YouTube, there's all sorts of fucking panty dancing, booty shaking, ass clapping, soft voice videos, feet videos. And that that is the best uh, porn site going. YouTube. Yeah, because she's she's blonde, uh, and then uh, she had this really pretty uh, pink uh, bra and like really pretty girl. Yeah. Um, she yeah. stuck out very fit too. Um, yeah. I do have. There was this. Uh, let me let me ask another one. Um, how about? Um, do you remember? <laughs> oh, what about? Oh, I know. I think you probably remember her. Something sugar, right? Yeah, Ivana Sugar from Saint Petersburg, Russia, I believe. Oh, she's yeah. Russian. Yeah. Okay, so is it because uh, there's a ban in pornography, so she's visiting Hungary? Or uh, I assume I I don't know, or maybe there's just more work there, but. Yeah, she she went through sort of the the circuit, the pro am circuit in Russia, and she hit the big leagues by going to to Budapest, and she was in constant demand. Yeah. Um. What What was she like as a, a person and perform performance wise? Uh, I was a fan of hers, but she's one of those girls that's 
takes kindness for weakness, and she and I didn't get along. She, oh, really? She did did just was not interested in in what I had to offer, and yeah, it was not not a good experience. You think you, she would you would probably better ex, better experience if you were doing like slap happy or something like that? I think some girls like to be pushed, yeah. but she just took. Oh, this guy is like short, weak. I'm gonna walk all over him, and yeah. it was it was. I consider it robbery. Yeah, <laughs> considering what I saw her do in other scenes, but yeah, I had other members right, and she goes, "Oh wow, she never took it out of first gear with you. It's too yeah. bad." And this, and that. yeah, I've I've seen uh, some amazing work she did for like in the VIP dot com and you know some other sites and you know because i i try to research some of these girls yeah. a few days anyway i was blown away I, I expected that person to show up and no i got a different version so. i I'm, i missed this girl at your place barely for like a few seconds but do you remember this girl uh yeah um oh god sorry she was on ftv girls too oh fuck you gotta let me get prepared for these things <laughs> she looked she's got this uh fair faucet hairstyle american yeah. um uh, nice round tits but I don't know what it is I saw her dance you th- she was doing this dance then like wow what a turn on uh, I I think you do a smart thing with the dancing too. I never really thought like why would you want to see that but I guess maybe Staliano was right there's something about when people are dancing and they know how to move their body right. maybe that translating to like sex scenes you know but boy she did she have a good um I could almost remember maybe her name started with E or K. I don't know. Oh, we should just look it up on the site. But yeah, the the point is that uh, my interview skills are lacking as this podcast is is holding true. No, they they but, they're loving it. No, what I prefer now is I I like to see a girl dance. Yeah. I don't want to hear my voice talking to her, asking her where are you from. Yeah, when's the, you know in all these cliche hackneyed things. So it's okay, you know, just just keep trying to evolve and discovering but yeah she was one of these consummate dancers knows how to move her body and just snake charms with her hips um uh we'll talk about it oh of course you probably remember her proxy page yeah what was it friend of mine too how how was she i met proxy in las vegas at the uh, award show and got a photo taken with her we exchanged numbers and she was you know she was one of those go-getters who just showed up mouth hole ready to be filled you know loved it loved she i think she lives in amsterdam now. yeah and uh, i saw her a year ago well i yeah. saw her fuck when that when 10 months ago well proxy page is the real deal total pervert loves weirdness loves pushing boundaries and yeah it's far more interesting to work with a proxy page than than any other sort of just you know uh, go by the the rule book sort of girls or, or you know girls that that just phoning it in um do you recognize any of them like this one that's jody taylor what superstar. was it like? yes she just uh signed with uh mark spiegel like three four months ago yeah right well jody taylor is uh yeah 100 percent girl she she gives all she has very personable great interviews uh, yeah, she's very sweet, and she uh, she's really good at responding to fans when they have questions for her. You know, and uh, very uh, involved with uh, social media. Well, that's the whole thing that's going to keep this industry going, isn't it? You 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 remove the companies as your middleman, the gateway, and now it's who can interact with their fan base. 
So I want to hire the girls that want to promote what I'm doing because, yeah, sure, there's no residuals to porn, but you take pride in your work, build up your fan base, start your own little custom clips too and all. There are girls doing it now, of course, but girls like Jody, Jody, uh, oh God. Taylor. Jody Taylor. I was going to say Jody West. I'm sure there's a Jody West. Jody Taylor will be around uh, for a long time because, yeah, it's that experience that fans want. They want to compliment you on your work. They want the feedback. They want to know what's latest. They they don't like every scene to be from this company. They they give the plethora of experiences, you know? Yeah. Uh, what about um, our uh, <laughs> Veronica James? Remember her? Veruca James. Oh, Veruca James. Sorry, I always get her name wrong. Um, she has a very smart girl. She has CPA. Yeah, yes. yeah licensed accountant. Uh, I forget if she was from Chicago or somewhere, but definitely found her calling in this business. Uh, very sexual woman. Highly outgoing. I've seen her her uh, stuff for kink.com too. Yeah, very, very powerful. And her tits are pretty uh, amazing. And um, um, do you do you recognize this girl? Yeah, this is turning into tests here. Or, or you know what? You, you go go through and then like tell me once that you recognize. Well, no, it's just like I hire a lot of girls like on their first month in the business, and then and I never see them, see them again. again. So like, it's it's almost like do you remember people you met at a party in nineteen? Oh, here here's the one, Sarah Siobhan. You remember? Yeah, of course. Tell me about her. Just bubbly, lively, very outgoing. Another of uh, Mark Spiegler's yeah. client. Yeah, and you know, again, just somebody that that warms up the room, just with her presence. She's very sweet. I saw her maybe eight nine months ago. Um, yeah. um, she had a really interesting case two years ago. Um, a guy who was working for Disney, somebody higher up, pretend like he was making film. And then, um, you know, had got a test result. But funny thing was this executive had a test result from different private doctor. Oh, yeah. It looks really weird and Spiegel had to do with him. But basically, uh, make the story short, I think uh, Sarah Siobhan was one of the girl doing a scene with this guy with a camera there. But I think he obviously he had no intention of ever releasing it. So it wasn't one of those loophole, I think. Right. But, yeah, but he got fired shortly after that. Disney or some something really higher up, one of those entertainment uh yeah, giant corporation, and yeah, she told me a little bit about it. Like, she drove to like Malibu or something. You know, it's not a. He actually lives there, and wow, yeah. See, when I hear stuff like that, it just makes me think. It's it's universal. Every guy wants to have these experiences. Every guy wants to get sucked off by a different mouth. Every you know as often as possible. Yeah, and I I think. You know, like if you meet a girl, attractive girl, while now you're dating, you you don't know what she does in bed until you have sex with them. But one of the advantage of porn girls, like, at least you've seen her do something. You know, you've seen her naked and stuff. You right. know, I think it probably saves a lot of time for these guys. Whether that's what they really do in their regular non-porn sex is another issue. But um, yeah, he he specifically looked for two girls in business, and I think they're both Spiegler's girls, which is like. A team, right? They're like the, the best crops of girls working in a business. And, yeah, for sure. Um, so um, let's not forget to talk about uh, Rocco Sifredi's, um restaurant. Uh, you talked a little bit about it, but you went there, right? Uh, yeah, I made the pilgrimage. Anyone who visits Budapest, you should do yourself a favor and drop by Rocco's World. 
It's a it's a cafe he runs with his wife uh, down near the Parliament Building. Uh, I forget the street, but anyway, uh, very well known. He was a consummate host, good food, uh, and yeah, it was nice to see the master himself. He takes pictures with people. He interacts with you. It's just uh, a real pleasure. easily one of the greatest uh, adult star of all time. As a yeah. heterosexual man, he even beats many of the female superstars, right? I mean, Rocco is just like icon. Yeah, and he's very, very personal and humble because I think he relates to why women like him and why men like him. And it's for sort of different reasons, but I think he, he just gets he's He's just a, a, a very friendly, warm person who just has no fear on camera. And that that's great when you when you take down that barrier and you, you you're you're not afraid to express yourself and he's just so so uh, strong and all the and that that's what I'm saying you, if that's the measure of what the standard is for the business nobody can measure up to that so you got to just be the best person you can be and try and find your own way to express yourself me I do it through sucking toes licking ass and coming in mouths so. You know, I can be happy if, if that's my legacy in the business. Yeah, and uh, just, you know, people, if you're a fan of porn, you got to look up Brandon Iron stuff and Rocco Cifredi, Steve Holmes. Um, those are, you know, cultural porn literacy, right? Um, what, what What is this? Do you remember this scene? I do. That, um, I used to, that was, that's actually at, at where Tim Von Swine lives now. It's Mike John's shoot house it's a it's a few years ago i used to do the group shoots for covermyface.com and uh yeah it's just one of these blow bang things that sort of got out of hand and just the girl was having a lot of fun and you know back in the day you, you'd organize five to ten guys with one girl and yeah. everyone makes a mess and you go out and you have lunch after and you called that work <laughs> where is mike john these days costa rica i heard he yeah uh, he, i think he has a hotel in uh in costa rica i've never been but uh you know good for him to to have other goals in life to pursue and is he still in the business see i i don't know i i, I think tim von swine does a lot you should get tim on here for a podcast He'll uh, i don't know it. him but does he live in uh, southern california yeah he's at this house still right right in the the valley oh yeah i'd love to interview him um Mike John, I mean, I always been fan of him since uh, Down the Hatch. God, those that series so good. I mean, or No Come Dodging Allowed. Yeah, and he there was a one with uh, him and uh, uh, Monica Sweetheart, who is one of the biggest stars from Europe. Uh, I'm, right. I'm sure she retired what four, five, six years ago. But yeah, it was it was a great scene. It was just, I don't know. I I guess when you watch as much porn as I have, like you you know when somebody's doing scene where they're trying to pay rent or they're not really into it. It's not a fun thing to watch, but boy for European. And I think European girls sometimes have a bad rap of being Amazon and not really into that scene, almost right. like a work, you know, but she really had that personality and well, she had the longevity, just like this girl in the group scene mm -hmm. here. That's Madison Ivy. She's still in the business. She works for, you know, the big companies now. That's when she is starting out. So when you get a girl that's willing to like, you know, fuck or suck seven guys or whatever like that. that that's more power to you. But yeah, she she's lasted just like Monica Sweetheart had had a long and story. Yeah, career. I think she made a pretty decent amount of money and yeah. she retired. Um, yeah. Do you remember this girl, this Kitty something? 
Kitty Jane. Oh my God, she uh, true true fashion model from Prague. I was in town for I think ten days, and yeah, her schedule have to be open. Uh, she would not swallow, so she was one of these girls that I just thought she's so beautiful. I'll just take the facial. What what is she like? Six feet? Yeah, easily. Yeah, long, long, long legs. legs blonde. Always wearing high yeah. heels. Narrow feet. Yeah, she was just a skyscraper to to climb to get to her mouth for sure. God damn, that's a natural test too. Holy yeah, shit! Drop dead, gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, if you don't mind, like, what what was she like to work with? Was she easy to work with? Oh, or? just su- really sweet. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, just her big thing was, I don't want to eat cum. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's going to be the deal breaker, that that's fine. Let's just make magic. And yeah, it was nice, nice to meet her. I don't know if she's still active in the business, but I've seen. A few other of her scenes, and yeah, love her. I, I remember uh, working in Rocco's movie, and uh, she was in it. Like, wow, she's really pretty and tall. Um, uh, what, what's this? Do you remember her? Oh my God! Uh, every Muslim has to go to Mecca once in their life if they can afford it. As a man, yeah. As a porn fan, my Mecca was Berlin, and I wanted to meet John Thompson and Victoria Goo at GermanGooGirls dot com. Oh, that's her. Yeah. So, was that in Kit Kat Club? No, they have a studio in the west part. Um, I forget the area, Moabit or Binta mm-hmm. or something. Anyway, easy to find. Great. Uh, she's German then. Yeah. Wow, she's and, very and I attractive. went two times to Berlin for for the bukkake shoots and the piss drinking, and it really uh, energized me into, you know, I thought, oh, you're so perverted. Uh, no, you're not. Those Germans, they build better cars, yeah. Mercedes and BMW, and they make better, more filthy porn because they have like these eight to ten girls paraded around and everyone's a piss drinker. Everyone eats ass. Everyone swallows. Everyone, you know, it's it's just this depravity. All It's all day long. Two rooms going on the shoot. So anyway, I was so glad that I got to meet Victoria and attend a, a John Thompson shoot because... I sort of felt that's a bucket list item to be, you know, ticked off. So, what's the big difference between shooting in like Berlin and and uh, Budapest? Like, I mean, you, I remember you were telling me one time you went there, maybe did a scene with, uh, oh my god, why am I forgetting her, the German girl, tall, the one of the dirtiest, kinkiest girl, Annette Schwartz. Yes, <laughs> why am I forget? I'm, I'm losing it. No, did you go there to like work with her with some kind of uh, goo girl, whatever it was, uh, with her to Berlin? Not Annette. I I'm, I worked with Annette in Los Angeles when she had just, or this is years ago, it was Mason was the director, and I think it was Riot Girls or some other Was, movie, was that for Red Light District? Or Platinum. Platinum or so okay. I, I, I think it was Platinum X Pictures at the time, but yeah, I brought a DVD of uh, of her of Annette's work for GGG and anyway she signed it for me and she just let me go to town and I I just really loved bonding with her one on one there it was a a real special special day so yeah you know have have all these different experiences and when you go to Berlin now okay they don't have Annette there mm. but they have this whole new crop of girls so it's just are they mostly German girls uh I think so, yes, or at least they, yeah, I, I would say yes, yeah. I'm sure they have other nationalities, but they tend, tend to speak German too, so I'm I'm the fish out of water there where I don't understand what's going on, I'm just following other people's leads. Yeah. One time I made the mistake, I was going in to come on uh, 
Oh God, I forget the actress's name. Anyway, I got pushed out by the the cameraman because I guess he had, had announced in German that okay, that's it or something. I didn't understand what the yeah. fuck. The point was even a, a bad like the bumper sticker reads, "A bad day's fishing is better than a good day's work." Yes, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying too. Even if you go to a bukkake and you get pinched off during your cum shot, it's still. Uh, Something you 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 should say it was good to do. So the the, the the porn business in Berlin are they are they run better than say Budapest or just different? Oh, I I don't know. I just deal. It, it was my pilgrimage, so yeah. I I don't try and hire anyone. I don't try and network. I just I'm just there for the fun day. Yeah, and then I spend my other time seeing the city, taking walking tours. Go down to the Starbucks on Unter de Linden by the Brandenburg Gate yes. and soak in history. And there's all those bear statues. Last time I yeah, checked, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot what's GGG stands for. Is German Goo Girls. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Germans. Uh, you know, for those of you who are fan of the porn, every year, every October, uh, Venus Fair, and boy. Um, they really appreciate pornographic material there, and um, um, so you really only places the major place you haven't really performed is Japan and Brazil at this point. Yeah, like I, I'm a connoisseur of the bukkake arts, but uh, you know Japanese producers do incredible bukkake scenes. I don't know how you'd get on as a guy there. Well, I don't think it's my addiction isn't that deep that I'd want to go there just for that anyway, but. You know, I, I've checked out. It's just good to find, you know, places you wanna you wanna tick off. And definitely, I was uh, I was in, in sync with what what John Thompsons were. I've been a fan for years. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not a case of like oh going here and making this happen. No, I'm I'm really a a, a participating fan. Well, it, you know, do you remember Mr. Momo? You met him, right? I met him. Yeah. You know, anyone who want to work. You, Adult business in Japan, you gotta go through Mr. Momo because yeah. Momo is incredible. He, his connection is like right, uh, right. amazing. Like a seasoned politician, he has connection in North America and Brazil, uh, a couple other places in Latin America and Europe, and of course in Japan. You know, and uh, if you want to work in Japan, he knows the roadmap how you do it over there, and people have gone over there. You know, I think I, I can't wait if you ever do that. That'd be interesting. I think you could get a big kick out of it. Um, you could work there. You know, you just got to talk to that guy and see. I'm just old and long in the tooth, and I'm just. <laughs> my whole goal is to to get to 1,000 updates on loadmymouth.com, and if I meet that milestone, that'll that'll give me space to breathe a bit, and then sort of feel like I accomplished something in the business. I know that sounds ridiculous, but you know. You remember her? I do, Jesse Volt. I oh, met, that's uh, her, Jesse in Budapest. Yeah. Um, you know, sorry, the grainy picture I didn't notice, but I, God, I love her. She's French, and boy, she is beautiful, right? I mean, her anus is tasty. That's what I can say about Jessie because <laughs> I, I just remember she was arched out in doggy. She was presenting. I asked uh, if I could just have have a morsel, and yeah, she said, "Go for it." Anyway, that that is a delicious O ring on Jessie Volt. Yeah, and her English is pretty good. Oh yeah, 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 and she's you know, sexual beast. Really, again, that Ferrari thing. These girls are, they have this fucking twelve-cylinder body. You know, it's just three thousand horsepower or whatever, and 
uh, Jesse definitely is is one of those girls that that you know can can take it up a notch. Um, I guess she works a lot with Pierre Whitman, doesn't she? Uh, probably. Oh, I think she works for everybody. Oh, uh, she's just kicking ass uh, all over the place. What about her? Do you remember her? Oh. Don't worry if you can. Man, I didn't know it was going to be. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 I was going to take a, a note and put their faces attached, but I figure um, I forget you have worked a lot of people, a lot. Um, you don't remember her, do you? I, I tend to just. Uh, or do you recognize yeah. any of them? Just talk any of them that you remember a couple more. Then uh, um, I'm curious what you uh, plan for next uh yeah, see, like, looking backwards is always fun. Okay, here's Madison Chandler, for example. I forget. Uh, she was, like, somewhere down south or yeah. something. Pleasure to meet. Really enjoyed uh, meeting her. I saw her in AmateurAllure.com. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's like uh, getting to getting to, to jam with your favorite band or something if you're a musician. Sure. Just to, just to get a blowjob from Madison Chandler sort of means something to me. I can't put my finger, I can't articulate it, but when I'm pointing a camera and she's on the end of my dick, I feel like I'm exactly where I want to be in the universe. Um, oh, this is interesting. It's, it's uh, well, you know, we don't have to mention her, but you're having dinner with Max right here. When was that? Yeah, Max Hardcore, when he got out, uh, met for lunch and uh, just just enjoy. I always wish him well and, uh, you know, Again, I, I hate to see anybody have grief over producing uh, films or whatever. it's not good to get into the politics of it. But yeah. again, you know, it's just like when you realize Oscar Wilde, I don't know if any of his books are banned or like D.H. Lawrence, some of his books were banned for being Oscar obscene. Wilde got in trouble for being homosexual and they him a, uh, like a labor camp. Right. But I, I don't know if they ever banned any of his books. D.H. Lawrence for sure. Yeah, I think Sons and Lovers and yeah. this thing, you know, so to bring it full circle like to the James Joyce thing, I wonder if like in 50 or 100 years people are going to look back and, you know, read about Max Harcourt and say, "Wait a second, they imprisoned him for for making a movie with adults." And you know, so again, that's a that's a dicey subject. So, anyway, I wish everybody in the business well. That's all. That's the bigger message here. Just uh Express yourself creatively. Do do no harm to others, and just have consensual fun. Yeah. What about her? Do you remember her? I remember meeting her. I do not remember her name, sadly. Oh my gosh, she! Wow. What was she like? <laughs> you know, it's just there's hundreds and hundreds of girls. <laughs> Sorry. So it's like to, to single them out. Yeah. It's just what. Here's the the more. It's not. It makes me. I'm embarrassed because it it's, it makes me sound like I'm an idiot. No, no. Sorry, I, all right. Well, no, we'll no. Stop my it. takeaway on all this is that at loadmymouth.com, there's almost 800. Say, or we're closing in on on you know 700 and something updates. And all I can tell you is is that that much? Uh, well, yeah. Holy like, Christ! Well, I've been doing this for years, but. I just I really appreciate the energy that each girl has yeah. brought. A name doesn't matter. A name doesn't a name doesn't swallow. A name doesn't dance. A name doesn't smile. A name is just just what you write on the model release, right? Yeah. So what I get off on and what keeps me hungry is the fact that, you know, how how do you go from, you know, the tease to getting out of the clothes to sucking the dick and all that and that that's what, what never gets old. You can't put a name on that. Well, I know you could definitely talk about these two items right here. <laughs> oh, just Sarah Bow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm a fan of her books. Uh, just 
have read, I think, most of what she, Sarah Vowell has written. And again, she was a, a contributor to This American Life on National Public Radio. So. Yeah, and I remember she was on Dave Letterman's show. And those of you who live overseas, maybe you don't know Dave Letterman, but he's a big host, uh, competitor of Tonight Show. And she was talking about assassination vacation where she basically talked about horrible American event incidents throughout American history, you know. And she has this kind of, she's very sweet and nice person, but she make this face like, I don't know, not sour, but you know what I mean, like a little sarcastic, and uh, you know what I'm talking about, you know. And right, but she, but she did a lot of scholarly research into, you know, like the graves and the different uh, assassination from Lincoln to McKinley. Um, That's right, President McKinley got assassinated. Yeah, yeah, and you just just see that you know how the course of history has changed just by one lone gunman or one idiot yeah we've seen it our own in our own lifetimes too right but um yeah just uh i i one thing i love about this business is having the freedom to read books and to appreciate other things and just to you know fill your mind up with some interest i i it's it's a great life you know sitting in a cafe and in budapest reading enjoying a latte who can beat it? Yeah. Then uh, you wait until next day to do your thing, and um, you know that's that's not, that's a that's a good life. I, I remember you're you're kind enough to let me stay in your place, and I was, it's a fairly large space. You know, like what is it, like tenth or eleventh floor? Yeah, and I rented the top floor in, of an apartment, uh, or the the building. Sorry, the apartment was in the top. Sorry, floor. but it did, it did feel some of it like Soviet Union. <laughs> It was an old. It was an older yeah. building, but yeah, I, I rented that place because it had a beautiful skylight. And yeah. When the weather was good, it would light would flood in and just it just lights up the whole. It just it feels a lot different to have natural light versus yeah. all these studio lights. It's a whole different feel to it. So yeah. And uh, yeah, I hope I uh, get the chance to visit you again. Um, so what's um, you're going to be here. So the plan is, it, this is still going to be your, like most likely your permanent home, but you have to travel for your other responsibility and right. work. Right, I'm yeah. I'm ramping things up at brandoniron.com. I'm you know I'm not rough and crazy, uh, you know like that that image or that that reputation sticks with you. That was so long ago. So now what what my kink or my thing is, I'll hire any girl that loves to suck and swallow, preferably that loves it. Not just doing it for a paycheck, but if any girl out there wants to be, uh, you know, in the running for loadmymouth.com, just email me, Brandon at brandoniron.com, and let's get things going. But yes, yeah, based in Los Angeles, we'll travel anywhere. Um, and also, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, whenever you're, you're free, you know, maybe a month from now, whenever it is, yeah, it'd be good to uh, talk to you with all the new girls you're working and. Um, what interesting book and magazine or documentary or uh, concern me at the time? I, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna check out the, the the Roosevelt documentary you were talking about. Right. Well, that's the thing too. And even if you don't want to join a website, if you if I appreciate anybody who just wants to read up uh, uh, my blog, there's a blog at brandoniron.com that just details just general life. Yeah. A lot of the updates, frame grabs, links, pictures, you know, just just life stuff. Um, so, uh, any other uh, thing you want to promote, uh, brandoniron.com, uh, any upcoming trip, um, you need help with anything. You'll be surprised. Sometimes people hear, hear something where you need help with something. They actually respond back to you. Seriously. 
No, I'm I'm looking for for just uh, to keep things going in the business. I'll be hopefully in Berlin in January for the next German Goo Girls thing. I'll be in Berlin or sorry in Budapest uh, late in January, and uh, hopefully uh, me and Steve Holmes will be talking about you over there. So it'll be full circle. Me and my friend Jason Rouse. I don't know if you met him. He's a Canadian comic, uh, very funny guy. Uh, we were planning to go Berlin for about a month, I think May, uh, but we're, we're going to go do stand-up over there. I don't know how well it's going to work, but there are some English language <laughs> comedies in there, oh, yeah. but I really miss Berlin. Um, I really liked it a lot, and compared to the rest of the major European cities, it's still, relatively speaking, affordable, right. and um, it's such an interesting... Uh, the first time I went was 2002, and is it true even now, like, you could kind of tell by train, like, oh, I could tell this used to be East Berlin. I took all these tours from a company called uh, Sandman's, and one was called the Alternative uh, Berlin Tour. So it took you all into the, the different areas where the industrial factories were, yeah. like all these raves and all this stuff. And yeah, they, they're repurposing everything. You go by the longest unbroken section of the, the Berlin Wall still. On one side, the public can do their graffiti. On the other side, they have commissioned artists I see. paid by the government do their portraits. Because some of them are famous. They're almost like... Banksy famous type. Yeah. Uh, some iconic images like um, the one where uh, the two, uh, I think his name is Eric Honecker or somebody, he mm -hmm. was kissing Gore, was it Gorbachev? Uh, some Russian leader and a an, uh, GDR leader at the time or, or the foreign minister or whatever, they kissed and it just looks so uh, homoerotic there. But that, that was put <laughs> up as a sign of the link between uh, the old. East Germany and Russia and all. But yeah, fascinating place to be. And as a perk for any listeners, if you take this alternative city tour through Sandman's, uh, you can find out where the local weed dealers are. Because I just happen to ask, because, you know, kind of partying and all, you think, oh, I wonder where you buy weed. And the, the guy who's given the walker, walking tour points out these two guys, and sure enough, they were the local weed dealers. And what's the weeds like getting there? I mean, are they, they're not as good as one in California, right? Right. No. Weed connoisseurs should move to yeah, any state that legalizes it, like Colorado. Oh. Uh, Washington State. Al Alina West, my date from yesterday. She She's from Colorado and was comparing the weed from there to California weed. But, yeah, definitely. What did, what did, what did she say? What, the weed was better there or here? Uh, well, she liked it in both places, but it was more expensive in California. And, yeah, Colorado is just a, a, a paradise for any. It's just you know, the whole industry is just launching there. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I predict in the next 10 years, medical marijuana will be legal or recreational. For recreational use, it will be legal throughout the United States. It'll it will be a more be. evolved drug policy. Yes. Um Joe Rogan's a big advocate of that too. Yeah, right? Joe's right. So, He's been right for a long time. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Um, if you have a question, if you want to help Brandon, and uh, uh, if you want to learn more about porn, you definitely have to subscribe and pay uh, his service, BrandonIron.com. Okay, just look at the blog, check out what's on offer. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're interested, you have a question for him, he, believe it or not, he really responds to every one of them. Uh, he would like to hear from you guys. And if you have a question for him next time I interview him on the podcast, um, I, I will definitely ask. So please uh, email uh, me, um, <laughs> domyoshi at gmail.com or yoshiden.com, uh, yoshiden at gmail.com. Um, or you could tweet to me, whatever. 
Um, but Brandon, welcome back. I'm really excited you're back. Uh, you look good. Uh, you're only uh, 46 years young, and yeah. uh, you have a plenty of uh, opportunity in Southern California. And this weather, it's hard to beat it. Like, I love Europe, but I have to say, three months of a Swedish winter, golly, uh, people are wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice country, very safe, but golly, it, it was, it, even for me, it was like, Jesus Christ. I When I got here first day, it was, it was a cold February day, but uh, it's warm compared to Sweden, you know? So, I hear yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, Yoshi. I had a great time. Thanks for having me on. Um, thanks, and uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.